Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. A new kind of home improvement show every single week. Thanks for joining us today. Happy midweek special. Hello, Caroline. Hello, everyone. How are you? Sunny here. It's cold here. We're getting a snowstorm this weekend. Big one. Nice. Potentially. Nice. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm looking forward to being in Florida in a little more than a week. So I'm like, all right. In my head, I'm like. Don't rub it in. Looking forward <laughs> to some sunshine. I hate you. Might, uh, we're trying to figure out. We have a about 36 hours of playtime after the the international building show is done design and construction week. We've got about 36 hours of playtime. So I think we're going to head out to the beach and just recharge and see how bad a sunburn. I can. Where are you going to go? Have you decided yet? Working on it. We're uh, maybe thinking about heading out to Clearwater, Florida might head down to West Palm beach. Clearwater right now is kind of the, the hot spot. Kind of the, the Clearwater Beach is kind of on my hot. Yeah, that's there. got the nice powdery sand. So, so you'd like that. As long as it's as long as you can get some yeah. warm days, you'll be okay. And if that doesn't work here, and we're kind of wait, waiting to see what the 10 day forecast looks like here for another day or two before we book the hotel. But if not, I'll cancel it and just stay in Orlando and uh, stay at one of the nice hotels and just stay inside and day drink and hit the spot. <laughs> that's not so bad. We have an option B. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good option. Have an option B. Well, I wanted to talk today because, you know, when the every January, the new cost versus value comes out. And what they did is they revised the numbers here for 2021. And this is done by Remodeling Magazine. So what this does is it tells you what an average project would cost. And then what it does is it tells you what the value would be on your house. So if you did project A and you're going to go sell the house, what is the return right away if you do it? What is that return on the investment? And it's not what you think because I was blown away. The things that you think would improve the value of your house mm -mm, don't. And that's what's cool about this. And now this is not a DIY thing. This is something that if you're paying a contractor and you're using average materials, and if you're thinking about taking on one of these projects, make sure you look at the details. And this is free information you can get from Remodeling Magazine, so it's really easy to go find. But they've got about 150 cities across the country that they average out for you so you can get an idea of what it costs in your area. Because in New Jersey, it's going to cost completely different than Oregon versus down in Houston, Texas versus Minneapolis, right? But the general idea 
it gives you that general idea as to if you're going to do a project. Cause I hear so many of my clients say, I'm going to add a bathroom. I'm going to add um, a new front door and I'm doing it all for resale value. And so the realtors tell you to do this too. And they're not always right. According to this poll. Yeah. It's depending, you know, I've got some really good realtors that are, that are awesome that are going to go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, slow down. And then you have ones out there that are like, Hey, I want you to use my guy. Why don't you do it? And they're trying to see if it many times when they're trying to get you to do some big remodels before you sell the house, you either have a really horrible house that they're trying to get up into the competition for that price range. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, let's say you've got a, a, we'll just start with a big round number a $500,000 house. If you've got a $500,000 house that you're going to put it on the market for and all of the other houses that are in that $500,000 range have a lot of things that you don't have, you're going to have a hard time selling. Mm -hmm. Where if you've got the nicest, it's going to make it easier for the realtor to do it. At the same time, the realtor is not writing the check for the remodel. So you could end up losing some money there if you're not. And I like realtors as individual people, but across the board, when it comes to my clients and how they address issues in the home, I'm very disappointed. They always make it seem like a problem's going to go away or it's easy to fix or it's not expensive. But like you said, it's not their wallet. It's the homeowners. Exactly. Exactly. So here's what they did. Remodeling Magazine did something different. Before what they would do is they were, they would get around in these areas and it used to be like a hundred cities and they would start out and go, okay, they would get a hold of the uh, realtors in that area. They'd do a survey and go, okay, realtors, what are we going to do here? If we do these, what's the, what's the um, return on investment in their survey? And they do this every year. Well, they hired a company to do it differently this year. So they've got, quite frankly, I think more realistic numbers Mm. for the areas where they come in at. And so we've got a wider range across the country, which I like better data, right? To me, that makes a lot of sense. So let's like pick one. So I'm going to, all right, I'm going to pick, because there's there's a list, Um, a bathroom addition. So typically people think, oh my gosh, if you have an extra half bath or you have an extra bathroom, that's going to make a big difference. You know, just not looking at the number, I would say that would make a 75% difference, but not. Well, it's depending on what you're looking at. And so they don't have really a bathroom addition. They have a master suite addition. So if you're going to add that master bathroom onto the house, this is where, you know, because that master bathroom is going to be a little bit bigger, a little more upscale typically than your traditional like extra hall bathroom, right? Or main bath. So the master suite edition mid-range, which is really, if you look at the materials low range, the average for that across the country to do that edition is $156,741 for a low-end edition. Now, the crazy part is, is that you get a 54.7 return. So out of that $150,000, almost $7,000 that you spend, you only get about eighty five, eighty six thousand dollars back out of that on Ouch. average across the country. Ouch. Now, if you build it like most people want <laughs> to do it, where you've got stone countertops, you've got the, the 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 tub, the cool shower, you know, all those different things in there, where you build it up nice, where a lot of people want to live. It's like it's got all the neat stuff that you want, you know, tile floors all those things. 
that number jumps up to 321,000 if you round up. Mm -hmm. The return on investment is 47.7% and you get about $153,000 of that. So you get less than half back. And that's a shocker because I think people think automatically when you're investing into your house, especially something that large, you're going to get a bigger return. I mean, less than half. That's pretty. It's a stunner. Yeah. It's a stunner. But, you know, here's the thing, too. Um, curb appeal is always one of the big ones. That's always, you know, a few years ago, curb appeal was 100%. You'd get everything back and more sometimes. And that's changed. And let me tell you why these numbers, you go, wow, the cost. If you've been paying attention to the show over the last five years, and I know that I've done this every year. If you look, the cost recouped keep, keeps going down. You get less return on investment. Hmm. You know why that is? No. Why? Inflation. It's because the material costs expensive. have gone up so much. Inflation. You don't, you get less of a return. So when the lumber prices have gone up twice on the deck, you don't get twice the return out of the deck because the housing hasn't gone that much up mm. So some of these things got even more, you know, hard to gain as far as a return on. But if you look at garage door replacement, you and I were talking yeah. about this off air. Mm. Average job cost, 3900 bucks. Cost recoup, 93.8%. Boom. Put in a garage door. Awesome. Except right now you can't get garage doors. So you'll be waiting like six months to a year to get <laughs> one <laughs> due to supply exactly. chain issues. You know. Oh, yeah. Manufactured stone veneer. Another good one, 92%. For an average of, you know, about 10000 bucks. You know what's so strange? And then, Now, there's one shot. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. I mean, to me, doing outside projects is so much easier. Like, I guess it's because you don't have to worry about all the construction and it's just easier to do outside stuff. I find it strange that outside stuff brings more value. I get the curb appeal of point, but once you get into the house, if the house looks like a, a dump inside, excuse my French, but... you you're not going to want to live in it. It just blows my mind. You would think that the internal projects, which are more challenging to do that are harder, that it would be nice to move in and just have that done. You can do the outside at any time would be more valuable, but it's not. There's two rules here that you got to think of first impressions. Somebody walks up, they pull up out front with their realtor in the car. They're looking at it or they're looking online. They're like, Hey, this could be cool. It looks really cool from the outside. Hmm. So they're walking up to the front door. It's maybe got a new garage door. It's got some new manufactured stone veneer. And they're going, this, ah, this is pretty. I like it. They get inside and go, wow. <laughs> and here's the, the quote that usually happens, right? There, I think there's even a TV show on HDTV named after this. All right. It's got good bones. <laughs> we we can fix them. this. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It, but it's, you know, there's good bones to the house. And so they go, all right. We got good bones. We could fix this. They've already talked themselves into remodeling as they've walked up because they've fallen in love with the house from the street. I must be like an anomaly. And that's where that makes I'm a difference. I'm an anomaly. Maybe it's because I've seen so many houses, but I want to see the character of the house inside, the bathrooms, the kitchens be in good shape. Where the outside, I'm like, yeah, I can fix that. I can do that. It's so easy to me. See, I'm the opposite. I, I, I want to do the bathrooms in the kitchen like I want to do it. So for me, unless I'm buying a completely finished project that I don't want to touch, 
which I've never done. So I don't know what that's like. <laughs> that I want to see, I want to see the outside about? stuff. That does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. There's no perfect house. Let's just get that right <laughs> off the table, people. People think there are perfect houses. It does not exist in this dojo. You know, Caroline, let's reset a little bit because I want to focus. There's a lot of data here, and I don't want to make this a two-hour midweek special, but I want to <laughs> talk about what the averages are for some of these projects because, you know, as a homeowner, so many times you're like, ah, I got to do windows in the house. I need a new roof. You know, are we going to do a deck edition next year? You know, ah. I've been wanting to remodel that bathroom for three or four years, you know, that kind of stuff. What is this stuff going to cost? And and nothing on the list is cheap either, FYI. I mean, even the garage door was 3500 And that's if you have like a standard single garage door. What if you have a double? Exactly. You're double. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> it's now, expensive. one little surprising thing on here that I want to talk about, a minor kitchen remodel is on here is one of the higher... It's third and the highest of all returns on there. Now, a minor kitchen remodel is just kind of a refresh, a fluff and buff. This is not, you know, it's putting some new stuff in, cleaning that up. And they're saying that's $26,214 as a fluff and buff. Not replacing cabinets, <laughs> not, you know, not gutting it, not doing any of that. And so that's what's interesting there. What is that? Appliances and then just, you know, let me click on and find out and get that, get that um, definition here as we're talking, because, you know, it's interesting when you look at that minor kitchen model. So they're saying, uh, I'll just read the description in a functional, but dated 200 square foot kitchen with 30 lineal feet of cabinetry and countertops. You're going to leave the cabinet boxes in place. So you're going to reface it and put on new shaker style wood panels and drawer fronts, new hardware, replace Hmm. the, the uh, the range refrigerator with new energy efficient models replace the laminate countertops. This is not quartz. This is putting Formica or Wilson are back on it. Install a mid price sink and faucet, new vinyl flooring, finish with painted walls, trim and ceiling. That is a refresh. Yeah, and that's half of that's nothing I would pick. I See? knew you wouldn't pick that either. No, but that's twenty six thousand bucks. So when you start going down here and you go, man, I need to put new siding up. All right. Well, on average, siding replacement for fiber cement, 19626 Here's what's amazing. Vinyl now is almost the same price. It's within about not even 300 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Oh, no, actually $3,000 when I looked down there. I was looking at window replacement. Sorry. Oh. So vinyl siding is 3000 bucks cheaper at 16 Vinyl window replacement is actually higher on the return than vinyl siding. So it's interesting. You know, What's when you the go- replacement for windows? What are they saying? Uh, so vinyl window replacement, uh, $19,385, and you get 68% back. And that you have to remember, do you have sliders? Because sliders are going to cost you right off the bat three grand, maybe 3,500 if you go with an that's Anderson. Just win- that's, that's windows. You're not talking doors. Oh, they're not counting. They're just saying extri- they're not counting a window as a slider. No, that's it's not a window. A it's a window. door. Yeah, a window is a window. A slider, that's a, a, a slider is a door in their category. So that's a sliding glass mm. door. Okay. So they in this category here like most it's uh, a window is something that you open up and a door is what you walk through so that's how they're going to how going to look through that but uh 
So you've got that. So that's not counting any of that, any, any doorways. And that's just windows. And so it's interesting. Wood <laughs> jumps from vinyl to wood is about, you know, you're about 3,500 bucks difference to get from a, a vinyl project into a wood. And I love wood windows, you know, mm. so not too bad. But the problem is, is you don't get, you get, you don't get all that money back. So you only get another thousand bucks back out of the wood, even though you're spending that. So you get a little less of return. Hmm. Now here's where the numbers go up. A deck addition where you're adding more deck, you know, almost 17 grand. If you were going to put a cheap entry door on hmm. your house made out of steel, not a good fiberglass, not one of the good solid wood decorative ones, but just an entry door replacement. That has gone up to $2,082. What did they say for the deck cost? Did you say $17,000? Uh, yeah, about seventeen grand for a deck addition. That's out of not wood. even, that's not even, that's not going to get you anything. Well, that's a, that is adding a 16 by 20 foot deck. Yeah. 16 by that's 20. That's getting you a, yep. your, your base. Yeah. And that's just basic, you know? engineered you're not i mean you're not even using you're not even using um real wood with that yeah you are i mean you're yeah gonna be so here's what it is you're adding a 16 by 20 foot deck using pressure treated joists supported by four by four posts anchored in concrete piers uh you're putting on a a pressure treated deck board uh with a little yeah, bench pressure, and a planter pressure treated but no like you're not using real wood like people think no, that's real wood for that cost you're gonna get a red wood or i mean oh no no you're not getting or yeah. something like that no, no, you're getting, no. you're not, that, I mean, it's all real wood, but it's not, you're not getting right. a, a decorative, a decorative wood out of there. You're just getting a pressure treated, you know, pine or fir or whatever out, out of that, like an outdoor wood or one of those different brands. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to go to a composite, <laughs> that's jumped up in that same composite. size up to 22,426 for a, a basic composite. What's composite running about a square foot now? It used to be like all over the board dollars a square foot. So, Yeah. It's all over the board because it's like asking what a car costs. You know, do you want the cheap off-brand stuff? Do you want the high-end stuff? It's all over the place. It's, you know, and How it's... How about timber tech, which we were talking about with David? Do you have any idea, like, what a timber tech would be? Yeah, because it's by the... And here's the thing. Timber tech has all these different price points, so you can't really get down to the price point of that. There's And you're not going to put that here into this kind of thing. You no, know, I bought I, I bought a couple boards from. retail of the Moisture Shield, and it was two 18 footers, and you know it was, it was hundreds of dollars for both those. I was paying over a hundred bucks a board, but that's a high end DAC. So you have to really go oh, in. No, I want I just want people to be able to realize that when you say deck, there's varying degrees of deck. Oh decking, sure, and they need to know that you know. This is figured on some pressure treated lumber, which I mean, in my, you know, in my house, I would never put a pressure treated lumber deck on. And there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't. But that's why I'm saying, you yeah, know, you want the, at, I was looking at a deck. You want the deck. frame to be pressure treated always, unless you're going to go with steel. I'm, I'm going with steel. So okay. that's a whole other story. But yeah. yeah. So in my house, I'm going with a steel deck and probably some, as we talked about some sort of, um, I was thinking about going with a like a Brazilian wood or something like that. But then I talked to you and David and looked into doing stuff, you know, maybe something like the timber tech. Yeah. I would take a look because here's why anytime that you do a wood deck, 
you pretty much have to assume that every couple years you're going to be refinishing it. It's, it's like for me in my climate, yeah. if you got a finish that lasted two years, you're doing great. If you use that deck at all, no, you're right. two years and you're refinishing the whole thing. And I don't want to spend a weekend every two years stripping, sanding, prepping, mm-hmm. and finishing that deck. I just don't, you know, it's just not fun. That's not a fun weekend. So that's not something. Well, David gave us a good, David gave us a good clue. He gave me this hint, which I really like, is that if you extend, so say you have, in my house, I have like a very blonde floor. Mm-hmm. And if, and as you look out, if you extend that color of that deck to your decking, it extends your house and makes it look much bigger. Like you have, and I have a second, a two tier deck. So mine's up on the second floor. Yep. And so it looks out and it makes, it gives you the feel that it's much bigger than it actually is. Which is exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So that anyway, as we were going there on the deck, 16 by 20 foot composite deck is 22, 426. Now, if you're going to put in, like, if you were going to do Caroline, your front door with a fiberglass door mm-hmm. with the side lights, that kind of thing. Side lights. You know what I mean? That grand entrance mm-hmm. in fiberglass. Average across the country, 10,000 bucks on that to write a check for somebody to come in and do that. That's a $10,000 check. that's if you don't have any issues. Any issues. Absolutely. But that's the average price for that. Now, what's funny, that only gives you a 60.9% return, which is pretty good. But if you look back at like that steel entry door that was at $2,000, it only gave you 65. Three or four years ago, that was a 105% return. So it shows you how prices so going up has changed that on the returns coming back. And you'd think that the front door is the curb appeal aspect a little bit, right? You come up to the door. I always get this feeling like, you know, I feel homey or I feel um, that I want to go in. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's, a, it's a good feeling when you have a nice front door, but you're only getting 60%. Yeah. And a lot of that's not because of the value that it gives back. A lot of it's because of the price of the door and the labor has gone up so much door. that you're just not getting it back yep. out of the house. That has exceeded what the value of the house has gone up by doing it. Now, here's one that's going to make people kind of cringe a little bit. If you want to replace the asphalt shingles on your roof, average price right now is $28,256. And that's just a regular basic three-tab. That's not something awesome. That is a basic roof replacement. God, it seems like roofs, like I remember a roof being like ten grand. It seems like not long ago. Yep. Well, it roofing so has fast. gotten more complex. You know, you have different layers of stuff in there now with the, with the diff- it's, you know, it used to be you'd knock, knock down some 15 pound felt up there and you'd roof right over <laughs> yeah. the top of it and you were good to go. Now you've got ice shields and different, you know, three layers of barrier, you know, depending on what you're doing. So it's, you know, it's gotten more and what's roofing made out of? It's made out of oil. Mm. That is tar based. So when you see oil prices double, your roofing prices go through the roof, literally. Uh-huh. So. Told them funny. Uh, <laughs> so that's where that is. Now let's touch bathroom models again real quick. Just a basic bathroom model. Your hall bathroom, you know. To, to talk about what that is, if you walk into that bathroom where it's got the, you know that one that's got the bathtub at the end and there's a toilet and a little vanity 
and you know it's just your basic hall bath that price has gone up using very inexpensive materials now i'm talking about fiberglass tub i'm talking about you know reusing the cabinet new vinyl floor you know new toilet mm-hmm. new faucet new sink that is now $24,424 yep I was just, I, it might even be more because I'm thinking about when we redid ours. I mean, we gutted it, but then we reused. So the you gutted it. There you go. This is not gutting it. So this we, is taking. No, but we reused the. You know, we went with a fiberglass walk-in. Um, yep. We went with. We used reused the cabinetry. Mm-hmm. We went with new countertops, but back then it was twenty-two thousand, and that was like I guess five years ago. Yeah. So, you know, we did some things new, but some things we really didn't, you know, go totally expensive. Yeah, this is just the the tub at the end. You know, you've got the the shower curtain. You've got a vanity that's like 24 inches. So you just got a two foot like all in one piece plastic countertop on it. You know, brand new toilet. That's it. That's it. So, I mean, that's that's gone up significantly. It wasn't too many years ago. That was sixteen thousand dollars. And so that's how far that's come up. Now, if you want to do a bathroom, what's that? I need need more jobs. I need a night job. This is crazy. (laughs) I mean, so look up what the average salary is in the United States. I know. And then compare it to how are these people supposed to afford to do these projects in their homes? It's insane. Yeah. Let's talk about this real quick. Now, if you want to do what I would call a more natural bathroom model, right? This is going to make the bathroom a little bit bigger where you're like, you're taking out a closet and, and moving some stuff around, but you're going to regal, you're going to, this is a gut bathroom remodel. You know, you're, you've got a shower, you got a tub, you know, just that nice bathroom. So you're, you're putting in tile on the floors. You know what I mean? You're, you're doing what I'd call a, a nice upscale bathroom cabinetry in floor heating, maybe on there. You want the heated tile floor, you know, that kind of thing. That has gone up now to um, $75,000, Ouch. Just like the major Kitchery model. Make a guess what that is. No. Not going to guess? It's got to be. It's <laughs> mid-range. Got, no, I mean, it's got to be like 100000 100, over 100000 Well, for the mid-range, it's at seventy five. Oh, mid-range, mid-range. Yeah. 75. Yeah. And here's but what that whole, is, though. is full whammy. Yeah. Semi-custom wood cabinets, which is kind of like going down to your home center and grabbing it there. Three by five foot island, laminate countertops, top mount, double bowl, stainless sink. You know what I mean? New appliances, Mm -hmm. painted walls, some new lighting, and some new vinyl flooring. That gets you 75,000 bucks on average. Now, if you want to get that up upscale, you're 150 grand. So that's where that comes together. Pretty crazy, huh? Mm, it's it's insane. I I mean I, I I feel like we need to provide them more DIY tips. Well, you know, and here's the thing. <laughs> and, and this is really insane. Yeah. Salaries don't you know accommodate this inflation. Is that I mean that's you know, when I'm looking at these and people are expected to do maintenance, I'm expecting you to do a kitchen and bathroom every twenty five years because we bring water sources in and that's gonna have to make you remodel just because. So how do we expect homeowners to be able to navigate all this? It's crazy. And 25 years is long. The expected yeah. lifespan of a kitchen is 15. Right. 
So I'm saying that's max, right? Yeah, right. I mean, no, you're right, and that's my point. Is you're not you're not cutting that short. You've you've extended the life out of that. You know, that's kind of the that's your man. I got to do this kind of thing. So now, if Mm -hmm. you look at something, you know, great example. If you're going to do the project yourself, say it's uh you're going to do window replacement. They're saying it's twenty grand for vinyl window replacement. Many times, you're going to do that yourself for probably half of that. You know, you can cut if you know what you're doing and you don't make mistakes. Making these DIY projects, you can cut it in half. Hence why they need podcasts like ours and shows and anything to teach people how to do DIY. This is huge because you cannot afford to do all this stuff on, you know, and pay somebody to do it. Yeah. Eric will teach you. You know, but something that's interesting, Caroline, is that every good contractor out there I know that are doing these remodels right now. They have a waiting list in mm-hmm. through fall. See, even bigger reason why you have to learn. Exactly. To do some of it. You want to get it taken care of. So these are a lot of things we're going to be talking about here this next year in 2022 as we go through on how to do some of these projects yourself and to be able to knock that out. So we got a fun show coming up this weekend, don't we? Yeah, we always have a fun show. We do. Come on, it's us. Yeah. It's us and good guests. How can you go wrong? Well, we're going to be talking about an hour number one. We're going to have some have a good time talking about DIY projects that save you money. What are some things you can do that put money back in your pocketbook? And you obviously need that after we just reiterated <laughs> how expensive everything is. And then hour number two, we're going to talk about sleep, something we probably all need just a little bit more of. And a in a in a AI bed. Yeah. It'll tell you what you're doing wrong. And then why does that it's mattress cool. seem to weigh twice as what it did 20 years ago? We'll tell you that tip too. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> <laughs> that one's nasty. That one's nasty. All that and more coming up this weekend. And uh Caroline, what you got going the rest of the week? Are you uh you got a lot of stuff you're doing, just dealing with clients? Yeah, clients and um keeping busy. We're getting a snowstorm. I've got my bestie's uh, 50th birthday coming Ooh. up this weekend. That's a big one. It's a little party time. And uh, yeah, I mean, and you've got the big shows coming. Oh, yeah. Eric, if you, if you guys are going to be in Orlando, you live in Orlando, you live in the surrounding areas, and you feel like taking a trip down to the International Building Show, Eric will be there. I He's will be. be. Come over to the Home Tech Zone Doing and a you show can check live. You got it. Yeah. We'll have a couple of podcast tapings on Tuesday, Wednesday in the afternoon. You'll be able to come up there. We'll be on the stage up there. You'll be able to check us out. So any of you going to that show, come over and say hello. You can get on the air. Eric will put you on the air. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. A lot of people out in that audience, so it'll be a lot of fun. All right, let's wrap it up, Caroline. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. You've been listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you 
Hey, it's Eric G from around the house. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.